0: This is day five of Set Loose the Vision. I'm Jenna Wadsworth McCarty. Today, our focus is on clearing obstacles. And this is part two of clearing obstacles, creating movement. On day one, we focused on finding where we are now, finding our path to here. Day two, we focused on seeing the vision of now, of what we want to call into being here and now. Day three, we're starting to focus on what we want to bring into being and taking action stepping into the fray and feeling the tension of that shift into action. Day four yesterday, we focused on what is that tension? What is the resistance that we receive as we're trying to make change and step into movement and action? Today, our focus is on actually making movement, actually starting to see change happen And, um, I wanted to start by talking to you about some of what I've learned from the work I've been doing over the last seven years in the body. I work with people, um, who come to me for physical pain and trying to get their bodies moving more optimally. And, um, it's a manual therapy. So I'm actually working the physical tactile body and in the soft tissue of their body that's often become hardened. And, um, so the work that I do when I started out, as I was learning the technique that I began with, uh, one of the teachers, my teacher told me that we need to find what's not moving and get it to move. And a lot of that is, is related to what we're doing here in this effort. We're finding what's not moving, what's stuck in our lives. And we're trying to get it to move. Now, in the first few years of my work, my understanding of it was, okay, my job was to get it moving even when it wasn't wanting to move. My job was to, by hook or by crook, whatever, by any means necessary, get movement to happen. And there were a lot of people who got help from that, who recovered, who got greater mobility. But there were also those who... Um, who were unable to sustain that it was very intense. It was just really for only those who could stand the pain of the treatment, who were willing to go through a lot of suffering to get through. (laughs) And um, full disclosure, right? This is a way to um, really limit the audience of who could participate. And it seemed to me that there must be a better way. And so over the last years I've been kind of assessing and adapting and shifting and changing my technique, my approach to healing. And, um, and this is what I've learned. What I've found is that I need to find, what's not moving and intend for it to move. I need to know what I'm looking for and understand the system, like we did yesterday, understanding the system, the complexity, what's what's binding, what's holding, and really be attentive to that sense of tension. I need to work in the zone of resistance. However, never forcing my way through. I work in the zone of resistance to create movement and change, but what I'm doing, rather than me forcing the movement, I'm finding what's ready to move. What is willing to move right now and starting on the exterior, the perimeter of that and being within that space. And inevitably as I work in the area that is ready to move right up against the edge of the resistance, then that resistance begins to soften and shift and change. What has been hard becomes pliable movable. And what's happening in the body is that where the, the tissue was bound up and circulation was blocked off, the blood flow can't move when it's in that constricted state. It softens. So then the new, f- new blood flow can come in. The body's able to flush out the old fluids and bring in the new. It's restorative. It's healing. It's changing. Okay. So that's, that's the, the primary focus. And the way that you know that you're in that zone of resistance without forcing, there's a few telltale signs, and I want you to focus on that. So when we're forcing our way, there is a lot of increased resistance, a a tensing up, um, in the body, you can feel it in a physical tensing up. But when you're trying to force change where it's not ready in an emotional, spiritual, or or even like I think societally, if we're trying to force change, you'll you can feel that tension and that resistance happen in other ways. Um, look at any social change movement when you're trying to force change versus inviting it; it's very different. It's like breaking and entering versus knocking on the door and being welcomed in. Um, so never force. The other thing is, is maintaining a sense of consistency and persistence. We're not giving up. So if, if that change isn't happening in the pacing that we're hoping it will, we're patient, but we're persistent. We continue the effort, but it's not an unrelenting thing. So like, you know, when someone's poking you and they just won't stop poking you, it's very irritating. Actually, that will also cause you to tense up and become defensive and irritable. Um, We don't want to do that. We want to think about that whole system that we were growing aware of yesterday, noticing where all the tensions are coming from. And we're kind of shift attention to different areas. The macro and the micro going in and out deep and wide. Um, So we're looking to really make our presence known, but also in a way that's very communicative and receptive. Responding to what what cues were being given on the ground and and from the this circumstances and so in the body we're feeling those circumstances very clearly in the physical signs and what's the response of the person if they're like tensing up against your touch then then it's too much and maybe we need to go elsewhere um but if if the you are feeling that tension in yourself rising as you're trying to make change, then that's also something to pay attention to and listen to and notice and see, is there a different approach that's needed? Do we need to come in from a different angle? Is there something I'm not understanding about what's going on here? So let's go back to the body and think about how that applies in the body. So when I'm working with a person and trying to bring freedom to their, their muscles and get things moving again, um, say someone comes in with a, a sore shoulder and I'm working with their arm and trying to get the, the movement there and working through some of what's, what's tight and tense and all of a sudden they're like holding their shoulder up and pulling it out of my reach. It's like something's not working right and it's increasing their discomfort and pain instead of resolving it so what i need to receive from that is not that we've done something terribly wrong no it's just okay that's the limit we've reached so far there now we need to come in from another angle i need to try from a different direction the the shoulder joint for example is a ball and socket it moves in three it's like 360 degrees and more that it can move um, sorry, much more than that, my mouth is <laughs> send me back to geometry but um what's what 's possible in movement in the shoulder is amazing, but also what limitations can happen in the shoulder are also quite significant, and the the ability for the body to move depends on a lot of freedom within those those muscles and the joint and the different bony structures that are um, creating restrictions. So we need to find what's pulling out of balance. And it's this complexity, like a tug of war with many, many, many parts that are tugging against each other, um, layered over each other. Similarly, within ourselves, as we try and bring change to our lives, there are many different sources of tension, like the tension that we raised our awareness about yesterday, many sources of tension. And the more that we understand those, and the more we can address those specifics and the varied sources of tension, then the more likely we are to be able to create that change. So with the body I always am telling people you've got to come in from the front from the back from the side from above and below um, and there's many layers within each of those approaches and you go beyond not just the, the joint that's local you have to go beyond that because there's other It's it's a body wide system of movement it's not just specific to one pointed location it's not just where the pain is that's not the problem the pain is the symptom, not the problem. That's really important to remember. Now, this is becoming more instructive than uh meditative. But these are some of the reflections that I've I've made over the years of doing this work and and attempting change. And and the the work in the body came after years of trying to do social work and social change and environmental change. Um and hitting up against walls with those things. And, and coming to the body, I feel like there's a lot of learning from here that can be applied out to society at large and to our interpersonal conflicts and to the way we live our lives. So, coming back to our focus now. I want to invite each of us to bring our eyes to a close and come into a more meditative space. Let's think about the area of our own lives that we're trying to bring change. Focus on your area of change. Where you've been stuck Breathe into that space, again noticing all the emotions that rise as you contemplate this area of stuckness, the intended change. Allow yourself to feel the tension between now and where you're headed yourself to see fully what it is you want to come true. what state of being you most desire? At the same time as seeing that really be attentive to the now. Is this is familiar we did this recently this feeling that tension between the two. And now with in that state of tension. Follow that layer of tension and feel into what are all the aspects surrounding it. Noticing what's holding you back. Moving between what's holding you back and seeing what might shift and change that to get you where you're wanting to go. Allow your mind to kind of trace along those lines of tension. See what's possible. Imagine from different angles, the problem and what might be the solution. Notice the symptoms. See how those bring a response in you as well. See what you can do to calm those. Acknowledge those. Release those. Can you bring freedom now? Where is movement possible in this present moment? And what's still holding and needs more? As you move through the areas that are still holding, as you consider those, just almost like tapping those, tap them with your vision. Just like you're coding into this, into your body, into your being, into your perception of the world and the stuckness. Code into that stuckness what it is that you want to be. See it happening. See the bloom that's coming on the hard winter branch. See the eagle flying when it's still the hatchling. See the healed body that's still broken. See the joyful mind the elevated spirit, even when there's anxiety or depression. Notice how close these are together. Notice how connected they are. The future and the present, the past and the present What's to come relies on what's now. We make small changes. Each small step brings us closer to where we're going. Understanding the cues and the responses of each change, the reactions to it, those are all clues that help us know where to go next, how to respond differently, how to change our behavior. capable of great things. Keep going. Keep doing. Rest when needed. And come back. See again, look future, look back, play, laugh, weep, admit to fears, admit to pains, it's all okay. We're all learning to comfort ourselves these days. As we learn that, we'll be better at comforting each other. Come back now into the space, to the present moment. Bring your breath back to now. Go your fingers and your toes when you're ready open your eyes and come back to the world. You're making change already. We all are. Thank you